What happened to Tayo? Let me tell you about a man called Tayo. Now, Tayo's name in Yoruba means man full of happiness. However, Tayo himself was the complete opposite. He was a very miserable man, always complaining and never satisfied. If you gave him one piece of yam, he would be unhappy because he did not have two. If he was given three pieces of doodle, fried plantain, he would cry and complain because he did not have four. In fact, the rest of the people in the village called him Banuche, miserable, behind his back, and sometimes to his face. It was obvious that no one wanted to be friends with Tayo. To the east of the village that Tayo lived was a deep and dark forest. This forest was known as Igbo Tikusi Badabo, the forest of no return. It was said that if you took nine steps into this forest, the forest would claim you and you would never be seen again. No one knew from where this tale came, but everyone stayed away from the forest. The forest itself had a foreboding look to it. The trees stretched to the sky with no way of even seeing their tops. The leaves were so green they looked black. No animals or birds could be heard from within the forest and it was so densely packed with moss and grass that no pathway could be seen in or out of it. Indeed, it was easy to believe the tale just by looking at the forest. One hot afternoon, Tai was sitting on his own close to the edge of the forest when he heard someone calling his name. He looked around him but could not see anyone nearby. He heard his name being called again and as he looked towards the trees in the forest he saw a young woman standing. Tayo, she called. Why are you by yourself? Tayo explained to her that he did not have any friends. Okay, well you and I can be friends. Are you hungry? The young woman asked. Tayo had already eaten a hearty meal not too long ago but apart from being a miserable man he was also a greedy one. Yes, I am hungry, I am. He responded without hesitation. Up to this point, he had not ventured any closer to the forest. Because we are friends, I want to give you some cashew nuts, but you have to come here to get them, the woman said. Hmm, I'm not supposed to go into the forest, Tayo said, but he was already licking his lips at the thought of the cashew nuts. It is okay, Tayo. There is nothing in the forest but me and lots of different foods. Don't you want the cashew nuts? She asked him with an innocent smile. Upon hearing the woman's response, Tyre looked around him to make sure he would not be seen and then walked right to the edge of the forest to meet the woman. Standing close to her, he realized she looked a bit older than he had first thought. The woman took two steps back. Tyre followed her by taking two steps towards her into the forest. Here are the cashew nuts. She handed him the nuts and Taya ate them greedily. Would you like something else? She asked, staring at him. Yes, I would, because these nuts were not very many, Taya replied greedily. The woman took three steps back and Taya followed by taking three steps towards her. If he had taken a look back, he would have noticed that he could no longer see the edge of his village, for that was how dense the trees in the forest were. But Tyre did not look back. He noticed that the woman seemed to look even older than he had thought. It seemed to him that her skin had sagged and her hair had shriveled. 
but he did not think too much of it. Here is a mango, the woman said, holding out a juicy looking mango towards Tayo. Tayo did not think to wonder from where she had gotten the mango from, as she had no basket with her. He took the mango greedily and began to eat it. Would you like something else? Are you not yet satisfied? The woman asked Tayo slyly. Hmm, I'm not yet satisfied. Tyre responded, still battling with the mango in his mouth. The woman took three steps back deeper into the forest. Tyre took three steps towards her. By this time, the woman's features had completely changed. She looked haggard. Her nose had become hooked, enlarged with boils erupting from her skin. Her head was bald in patches, and there were maggots writhing in and out of her ears. Her fingernails were discoloured with dirt and shaped like long talons. But Tyre did not notice any of these changes, for he was now solely focused on what was in the woman's hand. Here is some roast meat mixed with peppers. The woman extended her hand with a bowl of delicious smelling roast meat of various kinds, mixed with vibrant coloured peppers. Tyre grabbed the bowl, the food smelling so good to him. The question of how this bowl mysteriously appeared on her hand with hot roasted meat did not pass his mind, for he was so filled with greed and the desire for more. He ate without a thought of anything else but the meats entering his mouth. After he had finished, he looked up at the woman expectantly. Ah, would you like something else? Are you not yet satisfied? The woman asked. No, I'm not yet satisfied. What more do you have to offer me? Tayo demanded. Well, here is a gourd of palm wine, freshly tapped from the palm tree. Would you like some? The woman asked. She took one step back, deeper into the forest. By this time, no light penetrated through the leaves of the trees. There was an acrid smell in the air. The silence all around was deafening. Once again, Tyre did not notice any of these changes. Just as he was about to step towards her to take the gourd of palm wine from her, he suddenly asked, Ah, did you say palm wine? I have never liked palm wine, Tyre said with such disappointment. The woman's face began to transform. Her voice deepened, her eyes burned with such anger. Smoke began to extrude from her deformed nose, for no one ever dared to turn her down. You are mine, she screamed. You must drink this palm wine. On hearing this, it seemed like Tyre woke up from a deep slumber. He looked around him and suddenly realised how deep into the forest he had followed this woman. It was as if he was truly looking at her and seeing her for what she really was for the first time and a deep fear gripped his heart. He realised he was in mortal danger and turned to flee back to his village. Unfortunately, there was no visible pathway to direct him to safety and he began to run in just any direction. He could hear heavy footsteps behind him and awful screaming. On and on he ran, but he could not outrun the footsteps behind him. He prayed to his ancestors and begged for their forgiveness for his greed and carelessness. He promised that he would completely change if he got the chance to escape this horror. The footsteps behind Tyre continued to become louder and soon he could feel the hot breath of the woman on his back. Tyre screamed and ran even faster thought of death spurring him on. Soon, by a miracle, he saw light peering through the trees and he could see the welcoming sight of his village in front of him. 
All he had to do was take a few more steps and he would be free. You will not escape me, screamed the woman desperately, her scream sounding like a loud boom in Tyre's ears. He ran even faster. Just as he was about to take the last step to escape the evil forest, he felt a searing pain run down the middle of his back. The woman, in an effort to catch him, had tried to use her fingers to grab Tyre's back, but she could not reach. However, her fingernails made such a deep scratch down his back that it left a hollow from the base of his neck down to his waist. Despite this, Tyre was able to escape the forest and the woman with his life. That is what happened to Tyre. The end.